I don't know. I'm kind of like facing my camera too, a little bit more. Yeah, it's fine. Fuck it, you know? Mm. Listen, this whole day has been makeshift <laughs> as fuck. And if you're watching, honestly, even audio-wise, you can probably hear it. It sounds a lot different. Yeah. Um, but if you're watching, you know that this is not the studio. Um, we were at my house getting ready to do all of the things because I was away this weekend. So mm-hmm. we only have Sunday to get everything we need to get done done. Yeah. Um, and uh, something, boom, bang. No electricity yeah. at my house. <laughs> there was a thunderstorm and all out of nowhere, it sounded like a gunshot, honestly. Yeah. And we think a power line was hit by lightning or something. Yes, because like it was close an instant, to her house. Instant no electricity in the whole area. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, it was like what, five thousand reporting outings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> five thousand reported outings. And then it had like a circle of red yeah. right around my neighborhood. <laughs> And was like over a thousand people like they said, oh, double fucked. Yeah, you double fucked. (laughs) (laughs) So what we did, we packed it up and came to Emily's. We had to pivot. And now we're at my house. So, yeah, if you're on YouTube, uh, we're on my couch, which my couch is very deep and large. So we're uh, just I'm like chilling. Like this whole thing is different. I feel like I'm like I I could fall asleep. Yeah, honestly, we're holding mics like (laughs) this is not our week for podcasting, guys. But let me tell you, bear with us. It's it's. It was an accident. We didn't want it to be this way, but the universe the had universe. other plans. You know what? So we're just we're just rolling with the punches here. We're rolling with it. But you know what punches we're not gonna be taking? Huh? From shitty boys anymore. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Society ninety seven. I'm Kellen and I'm Emily, and let's get into another episode. And that was a bad transition, but you know, we're here for it. Yeah, uh, not the best transition, but I, I've definitely done much worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But the purpose of this episode is we are um, going to be talking about boundaries. So this is a, like a TikTok trend that I've been seeing about like things that we're just like not going to put up with anymore. And like creating from a boundary. people who aren't like our boyfriends. Yeah, from people who aren't our boyfriends, like things that we're not going to like A, expect anymore, like as we're getting into like more mature relationships, yeah. but also B, like just things that we're not going to do because it kind of makes you feel like you're in a relationship, but you're not. And it kind of just gives you like false hope in your brain. Yeah. And we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. So we, we listed a couple of things that we feel mm-hmm. are boundaries that we're going to set for ourselves or already have yeah. as we're getting older in the dating world. Yeah. Because here's the thing about me and Kellen. Uh, we are professional single people. <laughs> We've been single for a really long time. But when you when okay, here's the thing about that. I will say like when you have been single for a really long time, you start like making a checklist in your head of things that you expect of a mm-hmm. partner because you've experienced so much from like people you've dated. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times people in relationships try to give relationship advice, but it's not always like the best that because sounds. it's like but also you've just been removed from the dating, the quote dating world for so long. Like you don't really get it. I would so agree I think because also the like, best advice comes from people who have been single. Yeah. And I would agree to it too, because since we've been single for so long, we are now so comfortable with ourselves and so confident in ourselves Yeah, that if I'm going to put you in my space and I'm going to give you time, and I'm going to give you effort. Like you have to make it better than what it is when I'm alone. Exactly. Because honestly, like I don't need you. I want you in my life and I want you to like coincide with my life, but I'm not going to give up who I am and what I'm doing anymore for a man. Yeah. And like, that's something that I think in college, specifically college and high school that I would be so willing to just change who I am and bow down to them. No, fuck that. Yeah. Because you're not going to bow down to me. So let me 
create boundaries for mm-hmm. myself. And at the end of the day, it's like, you might say that it's me trying to like not be hurt. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Me, by me setting these boundaries, it's to protect myself. But like, they're not going to give a fuck about me in the end. Right. So I might as well protect myself. I agree. And I think right now it's a very, there's a, been a very stark shift in dating perspectives I think people have made because a we're older and Mm -hmm. we've had more experience and b like especially with the pandemic and everything like being isolated for so long from people you've kind of realized how to be like self-sufficient and how to be like completely okay on your own and I so for like a partner to come in like I was saying like you have to make it better because I love my life the way it is right now Mm -hmm. I love the way I am the the what I'm doing like the shit my flow so like if you come in totally like if you come in and you even if it's just you keep it the same that's not good enough I need it to be better Mm -hmm. because if it's the same why are you here like Mm -hmm. I I can achieve that happiness on my own like I need you to be bringing more than that right and also this is coming from two girls who like Essentially, we work two full-time jobs. Yeah. We do not have much time to give to somebody, no. if any at <laughs> all. And, like, when we do, though, like, I think from both both of us, it's, like, our shit is done. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to give you time, it's because, like, I, I we, our shit's done. Mm-hmm. And that's more important to us. We pay our own bills. Mm-hmm. We, like, what else do we need? Like, we can live right. alone and we know that we can pay our bills on our own, every bill that we have, and still be okay so really what else are you doing for me like you're not right you're not adding what are you adding that's what we're looking for right but all to all of that to say we are single badass bitches yeah but we've created boundaries in the dating world and moving forward that i think we before thinking of this topic or not even think about this topic because we honestly saw it from tiktok but Mm -hmm. like it just kind of like brought it to light like oh shit you're right i'm not gonna deal with that yeah at 25 i'm not gonna deal with that. yeah like not put up with that shit anymore exactly so some of these are really specific so i'm just gonna like preface that some people like it's kind of like that ick topic where it's Mm -hmm. like super niche like you might not agree with this Mm -hmm. but for me specifically this is the shit right i'm setting boundaries no 100 (laughs) so to start this off um for me like you're not my plus one if we're not dating and we haven't been dating for a hot minute Mm -hmm. you're not my plus one to a wedding to an event to anything like that like I will go by myself and you can go by yourself like we're not each other like if we're not actually dating why are you my plus one I think that's like a that's like a a very interesting take because I think a lot of times especially when you have been single for a long time it's almost like this expectation that Mm. like at events like a wedding or like a family like what a gathering it's like you need to have somebody there with you but after you've been single for so long it's like I don't want to bring somebody just to fill a fucking seat mm-hmm. and I think especially the wedding thing it's like it's very prominent in our lives right now because a lot of people our age are getting married like I think it's personally weird if you bring somebody to a wedding that doesn't know the people in the right. wedding. Right. Okay, to be fair, like I went to a wedding this past weekend and it would have been so easy for me to take a plus one, whether it was a guy or even just a friend to go mm-hmm. with me because these are my college friends and I haven't seen them in so long. So right. like it's essentially like I'm meeting them again for the first time, right? 
it would have been so easy for me to bring someone with me to kind of like make you feel more comfortable. have a buffer to make me yeah. feel comfortable but like why would i put somebody in that position who doesn't know them at all and then like once i have a few drinks in me and it's all fine and whatever i'm now hanging out with them right. talking to them catching up with them like what is he doing what is she doing yeah like that's a little weird and like also why did like why did you need to give up your night yeah to like be there like like i always call it like the puppy effect yes it's like like you're just when you when you bring somebody who like isn't your person yet mm -hmm. you almost have to treat them like a puppy you got to take care of them they always got to be by your side you can't lose the puppy and it's like unless you're my boyfriend why the fuck am i entertaining you on a night that's not about you exactly and also if you're not my boyfriend for a while like if we haven't been dating for a year mm -hmm. you're not my plus one yeah and like obviously if we're like heading to a year that's it's different but like if we've been together for three months four months is what i'm saying you're not coming yeah to the wedding you're not coming to the event like that's weird yeah it's like honestly it's weird for the other people there too right like if even if you don't think it's weird it's fucking weird for the other people everybody like involved. who is that it's like oh it's kellen's guy she's been fucking for like a couple months i don't know we don't know we don't even know his name right and what happens <laughs> now he's on your pictures yeah <laughs> and i don't ever fuck him again after that night like what why you're like oh yeah that guy we little just, rough. Uh, i don't know little rough so mine is not quite that mm -hmm. intense, but this is kind of going on to like, you've been hanging out with this person. You guys have been going on a few dates and you go to a restaurant for a date. Mm. I'm not sharing my food with you. No. Unless you're my boyfriend, I don't want to get like, like, okay, perfect scenario. If I want something on the menu and you also want it, but you don't want to order the same thing because you think that you can have some of mine and we can kind of just share it. Like, that is boyfriend and girlfriend behavior. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to order my own food. You can order your own food. Like, you can still pay for it. But, like, yeah, I don't, don't want to share food with you. Like, no, that's I like agree. A weird, I don't know. And, like, it's even, very it's intimate in a weird way. Yeah, because it's like, yes, we can swap spit, but, like, I don't want your, like, sashimi Half eaten yeah, yeah. when and like, you're right. okay so if you both like sushi and you're going on like a sushi date that's the easiest time to like be sharing stuff like let's just get like six a bunch rolls. of rolls and like yeah if i'm with my girlfriends absolutely yeah but like first second third date we're yeah. not sharing the sushi roll mm -mm. but like yeah appetizers dessert and, as we were yes dessert no we're not also, getting dessert we're not don't we're not getting dessert that's a weird thing. We're not doing dessert. Because honestly, like, if we're having three courses, we're not fucking. Oh, because I'm trying to go, like, put facts. some, I'm trying to put some grandma clothes on and facts. lay in bed. Facts. I got a stomach ache, to be like, honest with you. I don't want to eat also, dessert and then, like, go home and, like, have to be sexy. We're not having dessert at that place either. I think it's, like, if we're going to have dessert, we're, like, going to like, another cream. place and getting ice cream or something like that. Well, not for your lactose intolerant baddies. <laughs> but, like. Dairy free. <laughs> dairy free. We're going to a vegan ice cream spot. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but if we're going to get dessert, it's going to be, like, somewhere else on the same place we just had a like we don't need a three-course meal no if you're not my boyfriend also like you brought this up as we were doing this topic like sharing a bottle of wine mm. like no i'm gonna get my own four glasses you're gonna get your own four yeah. glasses <laughs> we're not sharing wine like, yeah not on the first day and like this is something too like this could be like date five yeah we've been on a couple of dates we maybe have like stayed over maybe like hooked up yeah there's some feelings involved it's been like a good month you know yeah but date one, date two, no. even date three, we're not sharing shit. No, because in my head, like when you share wine with somebody like a bottle, my thing is like, yes, financially, that makes sense. If you got to do it for that reason, do it for that reason. Mm -hmm. But the, but my thing is, 
somebody's always drinking more than the other person. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to compromise what I'm ordering because you are like, oh, this is the best wine on the menu. You have to try it. Like, because you know how many guys do that shit? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like this fucking sommelier all of a sudden. But the thing about that is, and okay, also when we say that we are setting these boundaries, it doesn't mean we're going to always follow these boundaries. Because the thing is, if you're really into wine, which, and you're somebody who appreciates like wine and good food and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So when a guy would approach you and he's going to take you to a nice restaurant and he starts like talking about the body of the wine right. and like all that, to you, that turns you on because right. you appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So in the moment, you're going to be like, oh shit, like yeah. whatever, you know, all this stuff. But then like looking back, it's like, it's confusing to me. Why? And the reason we're saying this is not, it's not because like, we don't want to do these things. Mm -hmm. I think the reason I'm saying it is because exactly what you said. I appreciate that so much. Mm -hmm. So for me, if we're doing that on the first date, I'm going to think you like me a lot more than you like me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I need to set that boundary because it's for myself. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to like start really liking you. No, just because you ordered appetizers and like knew how to pronounce something. Mm hmm. Because that's what I care about. No, because to you, that that is something that's important. No, because, like, even that one guy, I literally went on a date with him, and he was, like, you could tell that, like, he's just, like, cultured in Mm -hmm. that type, which is attractive to me. Orders this nice bottle of wine, orders, like, all of these hors d'oeuvres. And also, we went to a tapas restaurant, which is, like, my favorite way to eat. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, a bunch of appetizers and, like, small plates. I love it. But I ended up being way more into him than I should have been solely because of that. So, like, if I would have set that boundary in the first place and be like, no, you know what? Let's go to this restaurant Mm -hmm. instead. I would have protected myself better because afterwards I'm talking to you. I'm like, this guy's amazing. You're like, why? And I was like, because he ordered wine. Yes. And I was like, and to me, who was someone who like, I couldn't give a fuck about wine. I'm like. I know that she appreciates that. So, of course, I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's fancy. That's cool. But I'm also like, meh. But also... In your mind now. I was confusing it with him really liking me. No, because in like, because that's important to you. Exactly. So to you now you're like, oh damn, he is so interested in me. Right. Where to him, that's like, that's just normal shit he does. Mm -hmm. So like, I have to set that boundary for myself because I know I'll get into it too much. Exactly. And there's another part of that too. So, you know, sharing appetizers, drinks, stuff like that, kind of intimate. Mm -hmm. You know, what's also intimate, like sporting events, going to events, like not just like, not events as in like a party because we ever we already talked about that. Like I'm saying like a sporting event, like going to like ice hockey, soccer, baseball game. We're not doing that in the first couple of dates because something about that is weirdly intimate. You know why? Even the movies, but, weirdly intimate. But you know why I think it's intimate is because A, kiss cams. The <laughs> pressure is there. True. <laughs> the pressure. I don't know. Because uh, something I've always wanted, and maybe this is because I'm very vain and I think everybody's watching me all the time. Mm-hmm. I just expect to be on the Jumbotron at some point. Right. So like, like in, I'm the hottest one here. Exactly. They have to exactly. see me. So I'm like, I mean, eventually the cameraman will make his way to me. Right. So I'm like always prepping for that. And then I'm like, if I'm with a boy, they're going to think we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh. But if we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, this is awkward. And mm. then like, whatever. But specifically that, I went on a date. <laughs> Same fucking person. Who's shocked? This guy took me to a hockey game. Mm-hmm. And we did the fucking order fucking bullshit. Of course. <laughs> I, of course. Of course. So these are all life lessons is really what it comes down to. Here's the thing. We go to this hockey game. Great seats. It's super fun. Whatever. It's like. It wasn't even like 
I think the reason why it becomes so intimate too is because it's almost like this pressure to like have PDA. Mm-hmm. Because if not, it's like you're almost there just like as friends. Yes. But because it's still feeling out the dating, mm-hmm. like early in the date, like the dating, like you still want to be like intimate or whatever. But like, I don't want to do PDA. Okay, so I would agree to this, but this is why I think that it's so much easier for that because in sporting events, like you're packed in like fucking sardines. You're so close to each other. Exactly. So you, since you're already close to each other, it's easy for the hand on like the leg, mm-hmm. the holding of the hands, the reach around the arm, the like those things even without kissing it doesn't have to be that yeah no no no. it it was literally like hand on the thigh but like light touching yeah is so much easier because you're so close which is like you're not sitting at dinner you're not across the room from each other right even on the couch right now like if we would touch each other right now this is weird yeah we're so far apart right but there you're so close that like it's weirdly intimate and like also it's so loud so you can kind of actually talk because with like, your what with touching yes yeah because you can't talk in those dates that's another yeah that's a good point you can't have conversations at like a fucking hockey game mm-hmm. you can't have conversations at a baseball game mm-hmm. because it's loud as shit mm-hmm. people everywhere there's people like in your ear so like it's not an opportunity to get to know somebody so the only thing that there is to do is to like have pda mm-hmm. and then it kind of like it keeps like this facade in your head and like it keeps like the mystery like the mystery there and that's what honestly what keeps you coming back to each other mm-hmm. in the beginning of dating is the mystery do you like me do i like you like well we didn't talk that much but we touched so much so you but must you held like my me. hand in public and for me and i think for you as well like we are not very like like uh what is it love language physical touch Mm-mm people so like physical touch means a lot to me because that's not like a common thing that i do i don't i like in public i don't need to receive like physical touch in order to feel loved i need quality time to be honest so like if i also am giving you physical touch back it's because i know that you appreciate it Mm -hmm. so now we're in public and i'm doing that that's out of my comfort zone exactly so now i feel like i'm trying and i'm giving you a lot and that means i like you wow doesn't mean but it's the same thing right like because like that for you could be like your normal like just like what you do Mm -hmm. like i feel like a lot of guys are like that anyways like it's just like oh it doesn't mean much because because guys do appreciate physical touch yeah they like to be loved that way Mm -hmm. in my house yeah i'll touch you i don't really care but like in public it gets very hard for me because like also that's us being like two single girls for so long that it's like yeah like i do like also Drunk Helen's very different. I would touch your hand. I will do all the things. I'll touch your dick in public if I'm fucked up. (laughs) Like, I'm not even going to cap. Like, if if that's the vibes we're going, like, I don't mind. But I got to be drunk. Exactly. Sober? No, I feel uncomfy. Mm -hmm. My hand's kind of sweaty. I feel weird. The one tall boy we are having at the freaking Preds game right now isn't hitting. No, yeah. Enough for me to be doing this. But, like, here we are. But here we are okay. so i'm basically doing this sober so now i have more feelings and the lights are on mm. everybody can see yeah it. honestly it's just weirdly intimate mm-hmm. weirdly intimate that's all and it's like a sports game like it shouldn't be but it is i know Ugh. let me let me look at my list let's see what i well, let's see what else i got okay this is another public thing shopping mm. i don't need to accompany you to buy things and I don't want you to come with me to like pick out outfits and like sit in there. And like that's boyfriend shit to me. Yes. Like I don't want to go to the mall with you to like go get clothes or shoes or whatever unless we're like actually dating. That's boyfriend behavior. That's also girlfriend behavior. That's like, what I'm saying. Yes. Like, I feel like it's really weird and almost like 
because I think this goes back to me and you. We don't have a lot of free time. Yeah. So, like, if I'm spending time with you, like, I don't want to go do errands with you. Yeah. Unless we're dating. Yeah, because, yes, if we're dating, then it's like, this is how I'm able to spend quality time with you because I don't have a lot of time. Right. But if we're just, like, talking and, like, going on a couple dates, maybe fucking. Yeah. You don't need to come to H&M with me as I find a top for us to wear tonight. Right. Absolutely yeah, no. not. Absolutely and not. And also, like... <laughs> I fucking hate shopping and I yeah, hate, your, yeah. I hate doing all of that. And, and especially like, I really don't like going with other people. Yeah. Like I'll go with you because like if we're filming content or like whatever, but like if I go to the store, I need headphones on, but also, I need my piece. So like, I don't want to have to be with the somebody difference else. Between you and I also going is that you know that I'm aware in the comfort level. Yeah. Totally. You, you know that I'm aware that you don't like that. So I can like, I easily know when like it's, it's time to wrap triggering. It up. Where somebody else who doesn't know you is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And like, for you to show them that side is very vulnerable. Totally. So for you to go to Target so quickly for you guys, like, which could be a cute date, like, hey, let's go to Target, let's grab a board game or snacks mm-hmm. or movies or whatever the fuck it is. But like to you, that's not it, right? Because it's a very vulnerable thing for you. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. We're on. Okay, so I have one too that like kind of goes coincides with like money shopping and stuff. Is like, mm-hmm. so if we're like shopping, right? Or even even without shopping together. But, like, I'm not buying you gifts. If we're not dating, I'm not buying you gifts. And I have been guilty of this. And I still am guilty of that. I guarantee you. I'm so bad. Because that's my love language. Yes, I love giving you (laughs) gifts. Whether it's, like, a little thing of food or, like, something that you said you liked. And it doesn't have to be expensive. But I love giving you gifts. Me too. And that's really hard because, to me, that's me showing you my love. But why am I doing it for somebody I went on two dates with? Right. And I think that that kind of goes back to the uh, like the kind of the same thing with physical touch. Somebody who that is their love language. It doesn't really mean as much because to us, that's the same thing as like you grabbed me a coffee on your way over. So it's like it doesn't mean as much because it's like I appreciate it so much. Right. But I'm but like what I'm saying is like that's but that's our normal behavior. Like what Mm -hmm. like it's not a big deal when I show up at your place with a coffee. Because no. that's just what I do. Like, that's just natural for me. Like, that is how I show people that I enjoy being or, like, care about them. So when I do that with guys who I'm, like, not dating, I feel like to them it's even, like, whoa. Like, that's a lot. Like, whatever. Like, because it's, like, that's not a lot of people's, like, no, love No, but I also think that, like, if to a guy, if you're buying them stuff, yeah, like, to your point, like, they're, like, oh, shit, you like me, like me. Right. So it's like it shows him another side. And like to some if he actually likes you, he's going to appreciate it so much. Right. And he's going to be so thankful and he's going to probably honestly give it back to you tenfold. Mm-hmm. But if he's just trying to like fuck and it's not really that serious. Well, now he's probably going to back like take right. his step back because right. now that's his boundary. Right. right. Exactly. But also like why am I spending money on a fucking man I went on two dates with? Yeah, that's the thing. And, and probably two subpar dates. And also, like, especially, like, you and I were very, like, independent people. Mm-hmm. And money for us is, like, I don't like owing people shit. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times the reason I do these, like, weird small gifts is because it's almost, like, my way of being, like, hey, I know you paid for the other dates. Like, thank you. Here's, like, now we're even. Or, like, to me it's more, like. And uh, most people don't think that okay, way. Okay, but I think of it more of, like he said that he wanted something or he liked something. Honestly, it could be something so small. He could literally say his favorite 
chocolate bar is a fucking Kit Kat bar. And then the next time I see him, I bring him a Kit Kat bar. It really doesn't. It's not like a grand gesture. It's not like a we're even. But to me, it's like I listened. And Mm -hmm. like because I'm listening, it should show that I cared. But it's not always perceived that way. But also why even if it is two dollars, why am I buying you a Kit Kat bar? Because also I think the reason why it's like needs to be a boundary for me in that is because because that is my love language mm-hmm. and I do that stuff. I'm almost like expecting it out of them. And then when they don't, I get let down. So it's like I need to stop doing that because it's not realistic to expect but also, people like, to you're like giving it away too easy. Exactly. Because that is I'm your saying. love language. So it's like when you if you do start actually dating, mm-hmm. then I'm like, what? What more are you going to do? You're already doing that when we were talking. Right. So how does it make it more special now that like you're my boyfriend? Yeah. I just think it's a waste of fucking money. It's just going to be a more grandiose gift. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I've always been, though. I'm so bad about it. I that. know. I'm really bad about it, too. Um, Okay. This one is... um. This has happened to me a lot because I'm very much impulsive and I very much am, like, spur of the moment. Like, I'll just go do shit. But, like, taking trips... I've done this with so many guys who I'm like, they're not my boyfriend. And they're like, literally will be like, hey, do you want to go like, like this weekend? Do you want to go to like this concert or something? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, it's actually like a different state. Like we'd have to take a road trip. And so then in my head, I'm like, ooh, I'm a spontaneous fun girl. But also like, you want to go do this with me. Mm -hmm. You really like me. Mm -hmm. When in reality, like sometimes people just, like to do shit like that and, and the thing it, is it's the thing is they, they probably do like you and they love in, like spending time with you and they enjoy spending time with you which is why they chose you but doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they like you enough to date you right you're just a cool girl that they know that right and so like i have to i from now on which i think i've done recently because like I, I don't know some people that i've dated like also like financially like they just have the means to go do stuff mm-hmm. like that where it's like me doing that would be a lot but so also, like I think that there's something kind of like, yeah, it could be like really soon. I also know a lot of people who like the first time they ever met, they went on this like long road trip and they, now they're married and have kids and like it's a whole thing. So it could work. But also like, fuck, what am I trying to thought go? <laughs> I was going to say like, oh, because like for you, the last guy that you did this with, like it was kind of eye opening for you to be like, bro, you're a loser. You're not. Oh my it. God. I so hated also it. Cause I don't know if you went, went on that trip that you would have seen that side of That's him sh- or like as soon. Yes. Yeah. So oh maybe God. it was a good thing. Yeah. It could, I feel like it could be both, but also like as a woman, we kind of talked about this the other day, but like you're always putting yourself at risk when mm-hmm. you go do anything with a guy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just because statistically like men are, the majority will you know what I mean like women are vulnerable in those situations so to put yourself on a trip with one other person in the middle of nowhere and you you don't you don't really know this guy like that like looking back on things that I've done with people like that I I'm kind of like oh that was like not safe so not even like on a dating thing like just like pure safety yeah but that's also I think that comes with age like yeah that like we're at a point now where it's like we can recognize that that's mm-hmm. a very unsafe thing to do. We're at 19 years old. You're I'm, not thinking. I just want to go have a good time. Right. And that's it. And right. like, I know I look back at a lot of stuff that I did in college and I'm like, why did you put yourself in that position? Because now present day, I would never even Mm-mm. consider putting myself in that position. Yeah. And that's kind of one of them. Like yeah. just road trips, like kind of going away, like overnight with somebody it doesn't have to be like this crazy thing, but just no, like, I mean, it could literally just be like 
staying somewhere with them that you are not familiar with. Yeah, you're not familiar with the area. Mm -hmm. Them really like, yeah, it's a weird thing. Um, But yeah, I feel like trips now moving forward. Like, I don't think I'm going to be doing that unless I'm like dating you, dating you. No. Okay. So another one for me, it's texting all day. I can't do it. I ain't got the time for it. Like check-ins once a day, twice a day. Perfect. Calling you. Perfect. But like, I don't need the good morning to good night text. Like I don't need it all. Right. I, I don't. I think it's, it's to me, it's too much and it's too overbearing because I do enjoy like living my life and doing my thing. And like, yes. I, and I also like being able to like think about you. And like when I see you in person, then like we have so much more to talk about. Cause like we haven't seen each other. We haven't like, you know, really caught up. So like texting you all day to me is like, ugh. well, also, Nothing, ugh. also I think the thing about that is it's like, that's not even just a boundary that you're having with like talking phases. That's just like in general for yes. you, like, you don't want a partner that's like that but for me I feel like there's a lot of pressure at the beginning of a relationship before you're like officially dating to like maintain contact so a lot of people want this person to like hit them up all the time because that shows them that they like are thinking about them and caring to you know communicate whereas like you and I like that is not who we are like we don't like doing that because a our real life jobs are very social Mm -hmm. and like always talking to people b we do this where we just talk Talk. so like to have somebody who's always like in your business it's like oh my god we essentially date each other so we're always talking updating like whatever yeah so to have like that other person and that's just like that's also could just be like an us thing but like the like you have to give so much energy to a relationship already as it is whether you're actually fully dating the person or just going on dates like there's already a lot of energy being given, mm. but to talk to you all day, to give you my energy 24 seven, I can't do it. No. And honestly, it, it just feels like a waste of the day. And to me, I also look at it now and I think it, like just getting older, if I have to talk to you all day, I'm trying to seek some sort of validation for some random reason. Right. Because you need and to like, you need some sort of justification that this person is still interested. Exactly. And still likes you. Exactly. But now I think I'm, a lot more confident in myself and who I am that it's like you don't need that either you fuck with me or you don't right and like to talk all day doesn't mean that you fuck with me or not because bitch look where I'm at I've talked right. to men t- all day long and here I am single as hell so like you know <laughs> that's not correlate and right. like I, I want tiktokers to stop saying that shit because that's one thing that pisses me off about tiktokers like mm. they're like if he wanted to he would he'd text you good morning he'd talk to you all day and it's like that's not realistic though no, because the thing is, I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that doesn't mean I don't like you. But then I think it's just like a false hope for like a us because like we still hear it and it's still like a thing that you then yeah. subconsciously think. But it's also like younger girls thinking like that's the expectation that has to be there for a guy to like me. And that's not the fucking truth. Honestly, it 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 shows more emotional maturity and emotional intelligence to me when a person, regardless of friendship, a partner, a date, whatever, if they're able to like communicate with you as sparingly mm-hmm. as possible but it's meaningful yes because for me like I don't I don't find like that there's any point to do these check-ins every you don't need to hour. know that I took a shit you don't need to know yeah. that my nail just broke you don't need to know that I'm eating right to me now. that's really immature communication skills mm-hmm. and very uh insecure yeah. behavior and I think 
yes, social media, especially with how quick you are expected to respond to things and how, you know, this idea of like, oh, well, you need to wait 10 minutes or wait. And like if he waited an hour, you need to wait an hour. You should just communicate the way that makes you feel comfortable. And if if texting all the time doesn't make you feel comfortable, don't communicate that. And also, yeah, the whole thing, it's like, well, if he's not responding fast enough, then he's not interested. No, he's might be busy. Yeah. Like just because he took time to respond does not mean he doesn't like. Also, I would I would just prefer like an eloquent, thoughtful response over like a. Oh, let me think about it. Like just just to send the text. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But I think that's also us just being older. And that's we true. value time but a I'm lot But I'm saying more. That's, like, that's a good boundary to have. I whether, think totally. And, and dating casually or dating seriously. Like, yeah. I think it's like, mm, I don't need to talk to you all day. I agree. Anyway, sorry, that kind of got long-winded. No, I mean, I think it's I think it's a good thing to bring up, though, because of the way social media is. It's like... Portrays it that, like... Expectation it, of, like, you instant gratification mm-hmm. where it's like... Mm. Truth be honest, I think your relationship's healthier if you don't got to talk to them all day. I honestly think that way about your job too. Like if your yeah. boss is messaging you 24 seven about shit, like that's almost a boundary you need to set with them. Mm-hmm. Like I I, this is not how I communicate. Even in friendships. If I don't respond to your email in five minutes, it's not because I'm not working, but it's because what I'm doing right now is more important than the response than of the email saying, yeah, I heard you. Yes, I agree. Whatever. Agreed. I agree. I think it's just a boundary in life to set because mm-hmm. fucking communication, dude. Okay. This is my last one. Okay. And this is, uh, this is hard, especially when you're older because friendships are already like harder to make so sometimes it's easy to do this but like hanging out with their friends no doesn't need to happen I don't need to meet your friends honestly until you have asked me to be your girlfriend and even then we're still gonna wait right like until like I really fuck with you I don't care to meet your friends Mm -hmm. I really don't care for you to meet my friends honestly specifically my friends like I'm not bringing you around my friends and we kind of talked about this earlier but it's like unless we just happen to run into each other out I'm not trying to like hang out with your friends absolutely not no because like what's the point what's the point if you're not gonna be in my life for the foreseeable future why would I want you to meet my friends? And like, especially like two, I also look at you as well. Cause like, you're not just my friend, right? You are also my business partner. Right. You are somebody that like, I do hold very close. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you'd like meet my mom or my sister, love you too, dad. But like, you know, yeah. so it's, but it's like, if you meet my mom or my sister, like I would hold you to that, like regard as well, because right. it's like, there's, I don't need this boy to meet you and like, then ruin a relationship that we have for whatever reason. Cause guys tend to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you don't need to meet. And like of my friends too, I feel like Emily would be like the one that's like, Oh, I got to meet Emily. And it's yeah. like, no, why, why do yeah. you need to meet her? And so we're dating until you're serious about me until like three months in of actually dating. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Because it's also like push, like places this weird, like level of like, I don't know. You feel, I think especially as a woman, like you feel like they're really interested in you if they introduce you to their friends where that's just not the truth because I Mm -hmm. feel like guys are very quick to be like, oh, I'm going to hang out with the boys. You should come over because to them it's like doesn't mean as much Mm -hmm. But for you and I like I would never ever have a girl's night and be like, 
hey, like I'm going to invite like Brandon or whatever the fuck. Like no. you guys should meet him. And then the other part of it too is if I'm having my girls night, like I'm not texting you all night. I'm not communicating with you all night. Like I'm with my friends mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. You know, because it's like, because now if I'm with my friends and I'm texting you all night, now you know everything that's going on at the girls' night. So it's essentially like you should just be here anyway. Right. Like, no. Yeah, I don't know. The friend thing is weird. And I think right now it happens a lot because it's just, like, easy. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody's trying to make friends anyways. But then also, if you don't meet your friends, or if you don't meet their friends, they can't ever call you a fucking homie hopper. True. You know what I'm saying? True. But honestly, that's a whole nother topic because I don't think a woman can be a homie hopper. No. I think you just have shit friends. No. Because your boys facts. shouldn't. Facts. If facts. your boys are actually your boys, because girl code is totally different. No. Girls don't let their friends fuck their exes. No, because like if I know that it's your ex or I know that you've been around him or you fucked him or anything. You're not attracted to them instantly goodbye exactly like i would never you could tell me this guy is the hottest piece of ass on on the oh is he here our chinese food just got delivered hold on a second (laughs) yeah so just let me tell you about homie hopping women can't homie hop that's just not a thing guys can't homie hop either if somebody is being called a homie hopper it's not actually homie hopping you just have shit ass friends it's not the person's fault who is sleeping with other people it's the friend's fault for allowing that to happen. So life lesson there. Don't ever feel bad for fucking somebody's friend because if they actually valued that friendship, the situation would never be created in the first place. Because like real girls, like girl code is so much deeper than guy code. Like I'm sorry, but like girls do not do shit like that. That's men thinking with their dicks. So I'm just waiting for Kellen to get back with this Chinese food. <laughs> Man, y'all, this has been a weird day. We had plans on plans, but life happens and you got to roll with the punches. Okay, so I have two more things, but well, we, can, we can talk about both of them. Okay. Why not? Okay, this is the fast one. You're not going to help me fix things or set things up. Like, if we're not fully dating, like, you're not fixing something in my house. You're not putting the TV on my wall. You're not hanging a shelf for me. Like, we're not doing it. No, because honestly, I'm kind of out of breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, if you are doing that and we're not dating, I will offer to pay you because it's a service. Yeah. It's like service. you're not my boyfriend. You're not my dad. I mm-hmm. don't need you to do that. Mm-mm. Like, and if you do offer to do that, I'm going to say no, unless you accept money. And if you don't accept money, I'm not allowing you to no, do that. No, no, we're not doing it. And like, of course, I think it's like a nice thing, especially like as a man, they want to be like the fix it and needed and like all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. But yeah, if we're not dating. But let me tell you one thing. My father hung my goddamn curtain in my bedroom and that shit fell off in three days. I did it myself and it stayed up. So sometimes. So do you need a man? Some No, exactly. But sometimes <laughs> like, sometimes men just aren't handy. They want to be. And you know, I love my dad, but he is the first person to hire somebody else to do it. And we can appreciate you. Yeah. And we do. But, like, if you're not my boyfriend <laughs> or, like, we're not on the road to it, mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know, I might, I don't know, you could come to my house probably the first time and, like, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Mention some shit because that's, like, weird, awkward dating conversation. Yeah. And you're just like, man, eh, I don't need to hang that curtain up. Yeah, word so- vomit. Weird. So- <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, it doesn't bad. normally look like this. My bad. Actually, like, I plan to actually hang my TV up and get rid yeah. of this, this uh, entertainment mm-hmm. system. And I'm really sorry about it. And he's like, oh, you want me to help you hang it? I'm like, no. I'll wait for my dad to come I'm visit. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But like at the same time. That's true. Because like also it's like, I don't know, 
for me, if I was the guy, I'd be like, well, I did that for you. So like, what do you now mean? what? Yes. But also like, yeah, you're not getting anything in return unless I'm paying for you. Yeah. Paying for you to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, no, it's not a thing. Okay. So then the last thing I have is like the, the two strikes and you're out. And I actually saw this on TikTok and I forget what the creator's name is and I'm really sorry, but I saw this on there and I was like, this is such a good one. If we were, if we we're just talking one on one or two dates and you've made me cry twice or you made me upset twice or you have done something to me twice that I've already asked you not to do to me or say to me or anything like that and you continuously do it, you're fucking gone. Because like if you're doing this to me now in the talking stage, you're going to do this to me if we start dating. Right. If you can't respect me enough now to not talk to that girl while we're on a date together mm-hmm. or not, I don't know what, I don't even know what to say because it's like we haven't dated in so long like actually but, but like i i know what you mean say disrespectful things you make not me even, feel some type of way yeah. make me cry like i mean i even just like if you because i dated this guy and this was probably like the last person who i like had like an actual relationship yes. with this was the same person who i went on a trip with and good fucking god that was the bu- yeah. fucking worst thing i've ever done Blessing in my life. disguise though yes but he numerous occasions i would cry mm-hmm. or like be upset and i am not that kind of person like I am not a crier like in front of people Mm -hmm. a bitch cries in public all the time or in private in private me too I cry all the time in private but I'm not gonna cry in front of you like that's just not my thing unless there's a cockroach in my room then I'm crying different story (laughs) but this guy made me cry numerous times and I almost like got used to it and then I then after looking back I'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. was I doing? Mm-hmm. The signs were so fucking obvious mm-hmm. and I made excuses for what? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's so true. Like people will show you exactly who they are immediately. Yes. And like, there's a whole thing of like, was like, don't let someone tell you that they don't want you like twice or whatever. And that's so true. Honestly, sometimes it could be a mistake. Like the first time, like that he says something he might not realize that that's like a boundary for you or something that you don't appreciate because his ex might have liked it or Mm -hmm. whatever. But like once you tell them once and they continuously, they do it again because that's just, it's not going to change. And it's just proof that they don't respect you. Right. And they don't respect your opinion or your boundary or whatever. If they care enough, they're at least going to try to fix it or make a mental note that you at least said it. Exactly. And like, this isn't, this is not to say that like, if he goes back, you say that made me feel, I don't know, some type of way. I felt disrespected. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate that. Whatever the case is. And he doesn't try to immediately change the action or like put something to rest or whatever it would be. Yeah. Without that like actual action. No, we're not doing that. If he actually shows you an action to try to like fix what he did before, mm-hmm. it's okay. You can keep going forward. And if, right. Like, you know, because people make mistakes. Right. Totally. But the thing. I guess I'm like roundabout way of saying like if he doesn't want to change at all, bye. Yeah. And don't let him show you twice that he doesn't want to change. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like this whole thing's about boundaries. Mm-hmm. You set a boundary. Mm-hmm. He didn't respect it. Mm-hmm. Bye. And like everything that we said here, some of them were like kind of dumb, like funny wise, like mm-hmm. more like niche to us. But it's like, yeah, if you aren't getting what you need already out of that person, they're not going to do it down the road. No. So... Yeah, if anything, it's going to de-escalate. Mm-hmm. It's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Because if it, if the beginning isn't great, 
what the fuck you think is gonna happen at the end right and i also know like some people that were in relationships that in the beginning like they had probably like their hardest times in the beginning and but like that created boundaries but yeah. the thing is like that that was like it created boundaries. They still showed each other respect and good communication and, and essentially love. Yeah. In those hard times and has formed a good relationship today. Mm-hmm. But like, again, if there's no action and respect to yeah. change and be better. Yeah. What totally. are we doing here? What are we doing here? Even if we're just hanging out and talking and fucking. Yeah. Don't let a man disrespect you because honestly that's me the hardest relationship to also get over and you're gonna be thinking about that the rest of your life and you're gonna go to therapy for that bitch the rest of your life Mm -hmm. for someone you didn't even date it's always the people you never date because the people you date are actually like decent people and they want to date you that and also by the end you're like okay i understand that this is over but it's like the situationship that fucked you over time and time and time again that had good dick you'd be thinking about them right i don't know why and was the dick even good or was the relationship just so bad that that was the only good part about it true and that made it fun <laughs> yeah exactly because it made sex more fun because exactly. it was toxic you're right wow <laughs> therapy with emily over here i'll pay you later <laughs> bitch i've been to enough therapy to i'm gonna know. pay you in general sal's chicken bitch hey let's go because <laughs> i'm hungry so this is fucking over bitch <laughs> but no seriously start setting boundaries for yourself we are slowly doing it for ourselves yeah we know we have like a younger audience and don't be afraid to set a boundary for yourself if they if that guy calls you a bitch he ain't the one anyway move on but also men love bitches you should read that book it's amazing it's men so do love good. bitches they be do. a bitch do what is good for you mm-hmm. that's all that matters mm-hmm. relationships are i hate to say it it's not about making other people happy it's about making yourself happy by adding this person into your life and like you do good things for them they do good things for you but it should never be a sacrifice like you should never like sacrifice your happiness to make somebody else happy Mm -hmm. correct and like when she says sacrifice there obviously has to be some but we're saying in happiness peace of mind and your your personal happiness should Mm -hmm. never be sacrificed no i just wanted that to be clarified because i didn't want some people to think that oh no you got to make sacrifices in everything but every any type of relationship mm -hmm. but yes your overall happiness and who you are and who you want to be shouldn't be compromised due to anybody Mm -hmm. and with that that's another episode of society (laughs) society 97 oh my gosh but anyway, thank you guys for joining us on another episode of Society 7. I'm Kellen Red K. You can find me at Kellen Red K on Instagram. And I'm Emily Starnes. You can find me on Instagram at Starnsy. I'm also on TikTok at Starnsy as well. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram. We're at society97.pod on Instagram. And we are on TikTok where we post videos every single day at society97pod. Follow us. We're almost to 50K. Woo! Also, <laughs> make sure you follow us or subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Yes. We post vlogs and now advice videos every single tuesday it's going to alternate between the two yeah and we do the video version of the podcast every single friday so subscribe turn on post notifications and make sure you like the videos and when you watch with our new series that we're doing on youtube we want write-ins so Correct. write us in shit that you want advice about scenarios that you're in doesn't matter doesn't have to be dating could be anything mm-hmm. dm us and we will talk about them on our youtube channel on tuesdays and it will all be anonymous. So 100%. You can email us at society97.pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or just slide in our DMs and we'd love to hear On from anything. You. Yeah. But that is it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.